presented by Altria. Everyone, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Wednesday, May 24th. On the debt limit negotiations, Tuesday was another day without any major public breakthroughs, but the talks also didn't break down, at least publicly. The White House seems fairly dug in on a budget that neither cuts or increases spending, while Republicans are insisting that next year's budget must reduce spending compared to this year. Obviously, it's a rapidly moving story. For the latest up-to-the-minute developments, check out Politico throughout the day. The second thing to know this morning is that the criminal trial for Donald Trump has a date. It's now scheduled for March 25th, 2024. That's right. It will be in the middle of the Republican primaries, three weeks after Super Tuesday. And the biggest news of the day is that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is officially entering the Republican presidential field. Joining me to discuss DeSantis and the Republican presidential primary is national political correspondent Meredith McGraw. Good morning, Meredith. Hey there, Ryan. Let's start with the field and the state of the Republican primary as DeSantis jumps into the race and how it's similar or different than the beginning of the year when he was at his peak and thought that the Florida legislative session was the sort of key to to keeping that momentum going. Yeah, we're seeing a increasingly crowded Republican field, but still a field that remains dominated by former President Donald Trump, who has been on top of the polling for months now, even as we've seen some star GOP candidates get in. Most recently, Senator Tim Scott, who announced on Monday, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's captured the imagination of of a lot of people, even though he seemed to sort of appear from nowhere. And now, of course, we're waiting to see how Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's rollout will be. He announced that he's going to be appearing at a Twitter Spaces event with Elon Musk in the evening. And then after that, he's going to be making an appearance on Fox News with Trey Gowdy. There's just a lot of risk here for DeSantis. You know, as you noted, Maybe six months ago, we all thought DeSantis would be at perhaps the top of the field. Trump was stumbling over himself. There were all of these um, legal dramas hanging over him. His polling wasn't doing so hot at the time. Now it seems like Trump is going to be a really challenging candidate for some of these other Republicans to topple. Am I right, you know, not to take too much from the DeSantis splash today and and make this so Trump focused, but it seems like everything is going Trump's way here. He, He spent the last few months just attacking Ron DeSantis. The lead that Trump has, as you point out, has just widened over the last few months. And that weakness seems to have encouraged a whole uh, bunch of candidates to jump in the race that maybe wouldn't have done it. Aside from DeSantis's decline, all of the other candidates jumping in is just exactly what Trump wants. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, Trump 
Trump's aides, Trump himself, believe really the more the merrier here, the more Republicans mm-hmm. that get in the field, the more that works to his advantage. I mean, it's a simple math and numbers game here. I think Trump getting in so early, I remember at the time he was kind of mocked for doing that, but in a lot of ways he was able to suck up a lot of the oxygen in the room, a lot of the attention early on. And for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who does have national name recognition, he is probably the most famous Republican governor in the country. There's still a lot that people don't know about him beyond his record in Florida and Trump's team really took advantage of that in trying to write the narrative of who DeSantis is before he even launched on his his book tour and was diving into the legislative session in Florida. I think DeSantis and his team, they're going to be wanting to press a reset button here and really get some momentum for him. Of the candidates that are already in, or, or even you know a couple of the ones that are still flirting with it that we think are going to jump in, like Christie or Pence... Is there one that you think we should keep an eye on, one non-DeSantis, non-Trump candidate who has a chance to to surge, as has happened in previous Republican primaries where someone comes out of nowhere, even if they don't win, there's a sort of moment where, where everyone t- is taking a look at them and, and they jump up in the polls. Who do, you, who do you have your eye on for that slot? You know, after um, Senator Tim Scott's announcement the other day, I got a lot of text messages from Republicans from, you know, different people that I've interacted with over the years. And Cinder Scott has a really compelling personal story. He grew up in a one-bedroom apartment, was raised by a single mom in, in poverty, and really struggled in school until he was able to go on to college and then, of course, become a U.S. senator. It's a really incredible personal story. There are a lot of the evangelical crowd and perhaps the more quote unquote establishment Republican crowd who have been attracted to um, Senator Scott and, and his record. So I think he might be one to keep an eye on. I thought it was really telling when he announced that Trump sort of encouraged his run. I think he and his team see Scott's announcement as potentially eating into some of DeSantis's voters. Meredith, thank you very much. Thanks, Ryan. And for your schedule today, at 3.30 p.m., the president and the first lady will commemorate the one-year anniversary of the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 2.15 p.m. The Senate is out, the House will meet at 10 a.m., and at noon we'll take up a resolution to overturn an education department student loans rule and a bill classifying fentanyl as a Schedule I controlled substance. The chamber may also take up a resolution overriding Biden's veto of a Commerce Department rule related to tariffs on solar panel imports. For an expanded schedule of everything happening in D.C. today and much more reporting, check out Playbook this morning at politico.com playbook. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening. We're moving in a new direction, moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria. And our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com.